January 18th. Welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined today by the man Rusty Bill. And filling in today, The Undertaker, Alex Moretto, uh, for so money on, on the show today. So we got 11 games ahead of us. We'll get into all of those, get, break down our best bets, what we've got, couple overlaps here today in terms of games, couple overlaps in terms of bets, some double, uh, double best bets, which for the Thursday shows has usually gone pretty well. So we'll look to keep that going here today. But before we can get into any of that, before we can get into last night's picks, before we can get into questions from the chat, I want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by Betstamp. The easiest way to improve is a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds we recommend using an odds comparison tool like betstamp in order to help you do so betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games futures and player props so you can save time and money by checking betstamp before you bet make sure to download the app today it is available on ios android as well as on the web sign up there uh, and if you are looking to support the show, or if you're looking for new sports books, and you just want to indirectly help the show at least, betstamp.app slash edgework. You can sign up for new sports book accounts there. It does help support us. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. That is available uh, in the link, or the link is available in the description of the show as well. You can just type that one in, betstamp.app slash edgework. does help support us. Another way you can help support us is by liking the stream here today. We're 32 subscribers away from 2,000. More likes, more subscriptions. We can get to 2,000. We can get to watch-alongs. Moretto and I have some other content in mind here that we've been uh, planning up over the last little while. But it's going to take some commitment from you guys. you gotta, you got to hit that subscribe button here. So if you want more live stuff, subscribe to the show. Moretto, 2-0 last night. Friends. Yes, tell your friends. Send it around. Um, I'm seeing in the chat here, Mike saying, thanks for the unders last night, Moretto. The Undertaker strikes again, as uh, JH says, 2-0 night last night. Brings us to 191, 185, and 4 on the season for this show. That's a 7% ROI through 380 bets. Talk to us about last night, what's been going on uh, in your life as The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't thank me. Thank uh, Sam Montembeau, who... Another great, great game for him. Um, man, I, I think the market hasn't quite caught up to just how good he's been over the last like y almost year and a half now. Um, that helped us get that one home. Maybe a little bit lucky, especially when you consider the Habs are turning into an offensive juggernaut in front of our eyes with Uri Slapkowski and Joshua Wall. I mean, the future is here. Right. It has arrived. Um, it's great to see as a Habs fan. So, you know, Big things on the horizon here. They could probably name their score tonight against the Senators. Uh, good stuff there. Um, yeah, and we got the uh, the under home in Florida, which was probably a bit more deserving. Um, always nice to uh, to have a nice 2-0 night. Hopefully we don't give it back tonight. That's all. And Russ, I haven't got to talk to you since your Colorado Avalanche came back from a 3-0 deficit and uh, thumped the Maple Leafs there on Saturday night pretty handily. 5-3 in regulation. How you feeling about where the Avalanche are at right now, and uh, how are things going with you? Good, yeah, all is well. I mean, yeah, they've had a couple of good games, and then they blow that one to the Canadians the other night. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like you said, they like Moreto said, they played the Senators, who uh, you know gave up seven goals to them rather easily. So I don't know. I think they're playing well. They're right where uh, right where you kind of expect them to be. Hopefully, they just stay healthy down this uh, second half of the season. But other than that, all is well, man. It's been a, it's been a pretty good month. Hopefully, we continue that. Thursdays have been good, so I'm excited to uh, to talk about all these games. And for those of you wondering where So Money is this morning, don't worry, he is okay. 
but uh, Jeremy is on to it here. Uh, he yeah, did get an emergency crazy. phone call this morning. Yes, uh, they need to get ahead of things. You know, the GM out there in Vancouver, they're talking about adding at the deadline. They're talking about how can they improve this team? What can they do to go on a run? So with that, you got to be prepared for post Stanley Cup celebrations and parades and all that kind of stuff. So money, he's been called into an emergency meeting here this morning. So he cannot be on the show, but uh, he's okay. Don't worry. Uh, good, good call there, Jeremy. Let's get into today's games. We've got 11 ahead of us here. We've got a lot of best bets and we've got a lot of crossover. So that should be fun. So if, if we uh, don't cover a game that you guys don't have, uh, or if we don't cover a game that you guys are looking for here, make sure to send them in the chat. We'll try to answer those as well. We'll probably get to them at the end. We'll go through the games that we do have first and foremost, but we're not going to uh, try to just skip over some of those. And I mean, let's first and foremost go to Montreal, Ottawa where the Senators are hosting the Habs here tonight. Ottawa coming in minus 175. You see the Habs plus 158. A total right now at six and a half on some books, seven out there uh, on some books like Pinnacle. Um, Moreto, I'll go to you first and foremost. So you give us a little bit of a primer about what's going on with this Habs team, what to expect tonight, and what you think about this number. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is like more of a case of the Senators than anything else here with... Uh, with looking at the over because this Sens team is just an absolute train wreck defensively. Goaltending has been a nightmare. They can't buy a save. Doesn't really matter who's in net for them. Um, you know, they uh they went to uh their younger their young in the other night and it didn't really seem to make a difference. So, you know, Forsberg, Corpusallo, Mats, it doesn't really make a difference. They can't buy a save. Um Montreal's definitely generating a bit more offense. Uh, I still think they are a solid defensive team, but not Montembeau in net here makes a huge difference. I think Montembeau is far and ahead the best of their three goalies. So you're going to get a downgrade, whether it's Allen or uh, Primo in net in this one. So, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine um, not betting Sens overs right now, pretty much regardless of who they're facing. And getting a Habs team that's kind of ticking up a little bit offensively, especially with that top line. Caulfield's starting to find a rhythm a bit again. Um, Slavkovsky's just really fit in well he's creating a lot of space for those guys uh helping suzuki and and caulfield as well get those points um i mean against an ottawa team i just i can't imagine the offense will slow down anymore and ottawa's been generating a ton as well getting a backup here uh getting a maybe a slightly fatigued habs team coming off a of back-to-back uh all signs point to this this over at uh this you know these minus 130s six and a half are are fine by me uh russ and i talked about some crossover today here um are you in agreement here with Moretto in this game, the over six and a half? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, let's start the uh, start the show with a double best bet here. <laughs> um, yeah, we locked this in overnight at minus 120, and I was very happy to see it hasn't moved a ton. I thought for sure we would see a seven here, and we still might, honestly. But Moretto nailed it. I mean, I don't know how much more I can add. He knows this Habs team <clears throat> better than anybody. But, yeah, this is more about the Sens, man. They have been absolutely atrocious on defense. 32nd in save percentage over the last month, 32nd in expected goals allowed. And uh, honestly, they can generate some offense as well. Sixth in expected goals for. You saw that against a good Avs team the other night where they went up 4-2. After that, the Avs figured it out and just put it on them, ended up in like 7-4 win. But yeah, and then, um, you know, yeah, the goaltending is terrible. And then on the other side, the uh, the Habs can put up some offense lately. They've been, they've been playing pretty well. Um, but yes, like the 
like they say in the chat, this Carrie LeMay guy, auto over on the Senators. That's how I've been playing it recently. And it's and it's done very well. 23 and 13 and 1 to the over this year. And more specifically, 13, 6 and 1 to the over at home. It seems like this uh, team just wants to go back and forth. So Yep, double best bet. We will uh, we'll lock this in. I'm happy to uh, to get six and a half. I was looking at some numbers the other day, and uh, so far out of 600 games this year, 20% of games have landed on that seven goal number. I would assume if you extrapolated that to to totals that were in six and a half, it would be even more. So honestly, I would I would try and lock in that six and a half. Um, if you do find something that's like plus 115, plus 120 on a seven, I think you could take a shot or even split half of your bet there. But I like, you know, I really like that six and a half a lot more. All right. So we'll grab the six and a half minus 125 minus 130s that are out there right now. And what a way to start the show, boys. Double best bet uh, in Montreal-Ottawa game here tonight. So we'll lock that one in. Again, we do have a pretty big card here today. So we'll get to uh, we'll get to all of the um, all of the picks that we get given out throughout the show at the very, very end there. Uh, Charles asking alt overs. Oh, is this an alt overs game here in Montreal, Ottawa? I mean, with Russ saying we'd rather yeah. stay at the six and a half based on where things comment, have gone but... with the seven. Uh, yeah. And I mean, Russ did give a pretty good uh, breakdown of where you'd probably need the number to be at if you're going to go to a seven, which should be able to be helpful if you're going to be looking for other numbers there as well. Uh, before I get to the next game that will uh, on the card here, Carrie LeMay did ask a question. How long have you guys been around? So just want to address that quickly. Um, we have been around since the start of last season, the last NHL season going, uh, go going from then, uh, basically every day, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, giving out picks. And you can see our entire record since back to then in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section. And... Uh, yeah, I guess kind of still picking up steam here at this point. So if you are new to the channel, if you're new to the podcast, whatever it is, tell your friends. If they're watching other shows, if they're watching um, other breakdowns or whatever, or they're looking for bets, this is the place to come. Even if you're not someone who is looking to bet, but you want a better understanding of the game or how things might play out, or you just want to go back after and impress people in your office or your friends about predictions that you're going to make about the game, predicting underdogs, predicting totals, whatever... This is the place to come because uh, we've been doing pretty well at it since we've started, since dating back to last season. So make sure to subscribe and share Edgework Show with your friends. But Russ, I gave Moretto the floor to open things up last time. Uh, he went on an over, shocking some people in the chat there. I know people weren't uh, necessarily expecting that one, but goes an over to open the show. I'm going to give it to you this time to help us break down this Tampa Bay game here tonight. They are hosting the Wilds. Minus 123, Minnesota coming in, plus 120, plus 118s out there on some different books. We're seeing a total of six right now and some six and a halfs in some other spots. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? What are your thoughts on where this total is currently sitting at as well? Um, yeah, interested watching this market. The uh, the Wild actually just took a big chunk of money and uh, and pushed this, this number way down. I was looking at some of the... <clears throat> some of the skating information of the morning skate and kind of expecting to see Jonas Johansson, but it, it looks like uh, Vasilevsky is expected to start. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Um, I knew that this was a little bit of a contrarian play going in, seeing some of uh, some of the other guys I listened to have played the wild, uh, but I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand this play here. So I'm happy to lock in the lightning at minus 123 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. That seems like a little bit of a rogue number, but I'll, I'll absolutely take it. Um, I mean, this is a, this is fairly straightforward. We have uh, we started the season fading the wild, and then uh, we kind of got off of it when they got the new coach, and now we're back to fading fading this wild team who cannot generate any offense at all. I mean, thirtieth in expected goals for. There's only four teams in the NHL who have scored fewer goals over the last month than this wild team. They just don't generate anything. And uh, I, I just think they're going to struggle against a Tampa Bay team who has been playing decent, um, not great, but they have been playing very well at home, 14-5 and five this year at home, and Minnesota is 7-11 and 11 on the road. Um, and then this is another thing about, uh, you know, I've faded Mark Andre Fleury probably the last two years on the show. <laughs> yeah, see, that number already moved. Okay. That, that was yeah. weird. But yeah, I'm fine with minus 131. I've got right around minus 145 for Tampa Bay here. So you can see some of those prices are getting out there. But I locked this in right around minus 130. Um, yeah, I, this is a it's kind of a weird. Uh, you know, I don't agree with the line movement. I don't. You know, Minnesota's two and eight in their last ten games. Tampa Bay has won four out of the last five and eight and two in their last ten at home. So this is a this is a kind of a strange. Uh, you know, strange market movement, and I'm happy to uh, go on the contrarian side and and take the lightning. And where I, you know, I, I envision uh, this team is is just a, a tier ahead of the Wild at this point in the season, especially if Mark Andre Fleury is in net against Vasilevsky. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's lightning for me here at home, right around minus one thirty. I think is a little bit too short. All right, so uh, minus one thirty one there. Uh, we're gonna lock in. Moreto, um, how is it that you're approaching this game tonight? Yeah, I, I definitely agree um, on Tampa. I bet Tampa as well this morning, uh, minus 134 at a worse number um, and on Bookmaker. And I just, that 123 on Penny was not a lie. That did flash. I saw it on screen and I did bet it as well just then too. Um, obviously, I wasn't the only one because it is quickly back to 134 <laughs> yeah. right now. So um, yeah, I, 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 agree with, uh, I agree with the Tampa side of things there. I'm also um, going to... Uh, live up to my name here and I'm taking it under in this one. Oh, shocker. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I do. I do really like the under here. Um, Tampa team that is playing pretty sound defensive hockey, uh, obviously Minnesota not playing good hockey in general, but like the one strength of their game has been defense. Um, ideally we can get a Gustafson start here, but I'm fine if we do get flurry. It's just honestly the, the way Minnesota's generating offense right now, which is they aren't, uh, it's pretty hard to, <laughs> it's pretty hard to back, uh, an, an over or like get behind a total being at six and a half with a game that Minnesota's involved in right now. They just cannot generate anything. They cannot score goals. Um, getting Vasilevsky and net is obviously big here. So, you would think that with mostly just one team contributing to this total, um, it shouldn't be where it is. But yeah, getting uh, getting six and a half, there's minus 115. The minus 120s are fine as well if uh, you don't have access to the 115. Um, yeah, that's uh, I am on the under in this one. Well, shop around, get the best price available. Use the BetStamp app to help you do so. But there you go. Double best bet on Tampa Moneyline. Uh, and then we're also going to take the under 6.5, minus 115 there. So two bets in this game as well. Uh, we'll. We'll track those. Now, continue on with the schedule here tonight. And again, reminder, if you do have questions, please send them in the chat here today. We'll try to answer them. We're probably going to go through about five, six games of the 11 that we have bets in. Open things up at the end. If you guys know the flow of the show here on the Thursdays as well, see what else is out there. If there's anything else 
the guys are uh, waiting for at this point. But if you've got questions or ones that you're interested in, send them and we'll try to get to those at the end of the show here. Now, we'll continue on another game that we see some crossover from you two here. This is pretty easy. I mean, you guys are just teaming up. I just go to a game and then let you take the floor because uh, next up, we got the Washington Capitals hosting the St. Louis Blues. Washington minus 109 here. The Blues plus 105, plus 104 is out there as well in some different books. Do make sure to shop around to get those, but otherwise you're starting to see that one kind of creep down into some of the minus money, minus 105, 102 range on some other books. And a total of five and a half. Russ, we'll go to you again here uh, to lead off on this one. What are your thoughts on where this thing is at uh, price-wise on the sides and where it's at on the total as well? Yeah, this is a little bit of a, of a different play for me. I don't think I've played on the caps all season, but uh, I like them here at minus 110-ish. I think that number is just a little bit low. Uh, both these teams are fairly similar in their kind of the bottom, uh, bottom one-third of the league, I would say, in pretty much all the metrics. But – if you kind of break that down the last 15 games, last 10 games, the Caps have been playing a little bit better than the, than the Blues. Um, you look at the last eight games, the Blues are 32nd, last in the league in expected goals allowed. They're just not playing very good defense at all. Uh, I have no issue fading Bennington. I, I you know, played against Bennington a lot last year and uh, worked out great. Um, and then, yeah, looking at the other side, uh, you know, the other net, Hopefully we get a uh, Lindgren start here for the Caps, who's been really, really good lately. He's played just awesome. He's actually third in goal saved above expectation uh, season long, so third in the entire league, which is very surprising. And um, this uh, this Blues team is not very good away from home. They're 8-11 and 11 on the road, and the Caps are a good home team. They're 12-7 and seven at home when they do win, which is, is kind of, uh, you know, sparingly, they do win usually at home. So, um, this market has been moving all over the place again. I think, uh, you know, Blues have taken some money overnight. And this is, again, where, I, you know, I have no issue going against market sentiment here and taking the caps at a, at a cheap price. I Hopefully we get Lindgren. We saw Darcy Kemper last game. Um, he's serviceable, but Lindgren has just been playing much better. And, um, you know, now that he's fully healthy, I don't see why they would would go back to Kemper here back in back-to-back -back games. So, yeah, this is a, just a disparity in price for me. I have the caps right around minus 130-ish. I think, you know, in my model, when you're getting that uh, that much value, it's a play on the caps. So I'm happy to, happy to play them at minus 110 as a, as a short home favorite. All right, there you go. Caps minus 109. There are minus 110, 12s, 115s out there, so shop around as well. But minus 109 for us there will track against Pinnacle. Um, Moretto, should I just auto lock in the under here or yeah, what's going on? I would, what's, uh, what are your thoughts would, on this one? <laughs> I would do that and I would do that quickly because the, the under keeps taking money now. So, like, all the sixes have been wiped out. Um, I hit this at six minus 111 this morning. And I mean, there's a six minus if you have uh, the MGM there minus 120 there um but uh i'm fine with plus money at five and a half too like penny and you can see where penny has gone to now so uh i don't know how long those plus monies are going to be available at five and a half so i would definitely take those um rather quickly but yeah this is i mean this is kind of similar to the chicago uh san jose handicap we gave the other night where like these are two of the worst offensive teams in the NHL this season. They're both bottom 10 uh, in chance generation and goals and everything. And things have just got progressively worse for both. If you look at the last 20 games or so, they're both kind of in the bottom five of the league. 
they're struggling to generate anything. Um, also, like San Jose, Chicago, they're both not very good defensive teams, but we have what I think is a fairly solid goaltending matchup, at least uh, baseline-wise. Obviously, Bennington is subject to some higher variance, but I don't necessarily know if the Caps are the team that are going to, you know, truly light him up. Um, whereas I think we, we should get, like like Russ said, I think we should get uh, Lindgren in net tonight for the Caps. That would be ideal. Um, if not, though, just kind of like the other night when I played the, the under two, I'm still fine with Kemper. He's been playing better. Obviously, I would prefer Lindgren, but like Kemper has been playing better, and I do have some confidence in him uh, right now, at least. So yeah, uh, plus money five and a half, or you know, the sixes to like minus one twenty ish, one twenty five would be would be a play for me here. All right, another best bet locked in here today. We are firing across the board. So if nothing else, we are going to have some volume for tonight's games. And uh, now we'll continue on here with the Philadelphia Flyers hosting the Dallas Stars tonight. Philly coming in plus 120 at home. The Stars minus 132, total of six right now. You can find some six, uh, six and a halfs out there, but six seems to be the mostly widely available number across a bunch of the different books. Moretta, what are your thoughts on where this total is currently sitting at? Uh, and do you have any opinion on the side? Um, I would definitely... Uh... I'm going to leave the side for Russ. I definitely would lean to, I think, where he's uh, where he's at right now on this one. Um, but for the total, yeah, I mean, you guessed it. I'm on the under in this one as <laughs> yeah. well. This is one of the uh, – this is one of the uh, – I tried I to like add broken, some surprise. I feel like a broken record right now, man, <laughs> honestly. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I do I do like the under in this game. Um, I mean, just two of the top defensive teams in the NHL this season, a five-on-five five, uh and two elite penalty kills, which also definitely helps, I think, kind of um, flies under the radar a little bit here where they're both two and three right now this season on the penalty kill. You have two top goaltenders, at least in theory, right? Um, you know, whether it's Urson or Hart for the Flyers, they're getting very good goaltending on a consistent basis. And uh, Ottinger hasn't quite been the guy that they would want him to be this season, but I'm obviously willing to buy into the longer term sample here. And uh, he's been very good in three starts since returning from injury. So I don't know if it was a case of his performance earlier on was like maybe due to like something that was kind of bugging him and nagging him a little bit uh, injury wise, but he missed a month and he's come hmm. back and been very good in three starts. So hopefully this is the Ottinger that we've come to expect. Um, but yeah, just with this, this matchup, both these teams kind of profile as uh as under teams to me, despite how stars games have been going, they have been higher scoring. They're converting chances at a very high rate. I would expect that to tick down a little bit while like, obviously they have some elite offensive players. So you're going to expect them to shoot at a, a, you know, a higher percentage, um, you know, compared to league average. This is still, I think they're converting chances at a little bit too high of a rate still. And getting Ottinger back um, against the Flyers team that plays, you know, good defensive hockey at home where they can kind of control the matchups and maybe slow down that top line. Uh, this is uh yeah, this is a good under look for me here. I'd rather play uh, I'd rather play the sixes as well than those heavily juiced six and a halfs. Okay, so I was uh, first thing I was gonna ask you uh, is where, how you'd want to approach it on the six six and a half side and what the prices are currently at. Yeah, so I'm um, just looking. So I, I would take the the six minus one twelve would be my uh, my preference there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather take the the six minus one twenties as well. Would be would be next best for me for sure. The the minus one forties at six and a half, uh, not totally interested in. All right, uh, and then the other thing would just be um, thoughts on here. Jordan saying Arison off first, change anything, confirm anything for you. Mm, he's been fantastic. Yeah, no, he's right. been very good. Uh, Russ, 
Moretto teased it. He said he had an idea where you were going, leaning towards your way. What is the direction that you're looking in this uh, Stars-Flyers game tonight? Yeah, I'm happy to lock in the Stars here at right around minus 130. Um, yeah, this is a team that uh, kind of been waiting, waiting, waiting to buy on for Ottinger to get back in net. And uh, now that he's been back, he's been great. We played on him the other night against the Kings. Uh, very, very easy 5-1 win for us. Um, but, yeah, honestly, this is a Philly Flyers team that uh, we've bet on quite a bit this year. But over the last month or so, their play has been dipping quite a bit. Um, 18th in expected goals for and 20th in expected goals allowed. They're kind of dipping to the bottom third of the league. And um, this Stars team is, I think, completely opposite. They are uh, – it's kind of a buy low-ish spot on the Stars before they, their prices get up a little bit higher because this is one of the top teams in the league, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, they've been playing awesome defense – over the last month, the Stars are second in expected goals allowed, and then you combine that with getting Jake Ottinger back, who's one of the best goaltenders in the league. I think this number is a little bit short. You know, if we fast-forwarded uh, a couple weeks and the uh, you know the Stars were were in a in kind of a winning streak mode or in a winning mode, this is probably right around minus one fifty or so on the road. The Stars have had no issues winning on the road, twelve and four this year. Actually, have a better winning percentage than at home, which is a uh, which is kind of uncommon for the stars, but uh, they have no issue going away, away from Dallas. But yeah, I think this number's again, a little bit short. I've got right around minus 155 for the stars with Ottinger and net um, kind of strange that Urson has, you know, I didn't want to see Urson because he has been playing a little bit better than Hart, which is uh, very strange to say over, you know, over the last month or so. But yeah, I, you know, if you're rooting for the under, you definitely want to see Urson here, I think versus Ottinger. But yeah, this is a, just another one of those games like the last two or three that I think this number is a little bit short on Dallas. I'm going to trust my number here and take the better goaltender and a, and a good road team that I think is one of the best teams in the league or at least top five. So we'll go with the Stars here right around minus 130 I think is a great play. All right, another two bets locked in here in this uh, Stars-Flyers game. Now we got one more that we've got bets in. We'll get to uh, we'll get to some of those. Um, now I see here. Actually, before we get off of this game, right wing fan, thoughts on Philly Dallas under six and a half minus one thirty. Uh, Moretta, where do you kind of come in on that on that number? Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a better play than a six at minus one twenty. If you have uh, if you have access to the minus one twenties or the six and a half minus one thirty, then I would lay the minus one thirty at six and a half for sure. Right. All right, um, before we can continue to move on, get to the last one, get to some questions from the chat. If you guys have any here, I took a look here. There's less than a third of the people who are watching right now who have hit the like button on this stream. It takes two seconds to do. Just like the stream, subscribe to the content if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 2,000. Before we started the show, we were about 32 away, but to have a, a less than a third of the people watching hit that like button, come on guys, hit the like button or just smash the like button as so money was saying last year. Um, we can maybe help so money plan the parade. Maybe you guys can be involved in it if we can get up to that live on air parade, parade planning with so money if we can get to 2000. So uh, we do appreciate the support, but continue to hit that like button. One more game here to get to that we got best bet in. The Oilers hosting the Seattle Kraken here tonight. The Oilers coming in minus two, 210. You see Seattle plus 184, total of six and a half. Moreto, what are your thoughts on this game? And is this just an auto under again? 
Yeah, I mean, just one more under for the night. Um, I think that uh, I this is, I mean, if you've been watching the show at all lately, you know that I've been on a lot of Oilers unders, and I think they are just continuing to be mispriced. Um, like, that's five straight games now that have gone under six and a half for them, and, like, pretty comfortably. They've only allowed seven goals in those five games. This is just an Oilers team that, like, obviously they have a ton of firepower, but they're playing so well defensively, and um, they're getting great goaltending as well from Skinner. Like the Kraken profile similarly in that regard, uh, tough to generate a ton of offense against and getting very great play in net from Decord. Um, scoring remains a problem for them. Uh, Beignets is hurt here too, or however, you know, Beignets or whatever is uh, is injured. He's on IR, so that's going to hurt them offensively. Um, Dunn and Burakovsky are kind of day-to-day here. I'm not sure whether we're going to see them tonight, but honestly, you'd think that like you want Dunn here on the back end to help them defensively and while he is good, um, you know, they've had guys fill in fairly adequately on the back end. And you'd maybe be surprised to learn that, uh, or maybe not because it's the Kraken, but Dunn is their leading point getter this season. So Dunn also, like, is very much facilitates a lot of their offense. He's massive for them in transition. So, you know, without him, I think that hurts them even more offensively. Um, I just, I don't see them generating a whole lot here against Edmonton. Uh, and, you know, I think they're kind of, the way they're built, um, you know, with that depth up front, I think they're able to sort of slow down Edmonton a little bit here too. And this just shouldn't be as high as it is right now. I think these totals at six and a half for uh, for Edmonton are going to start coming down pretty soon because um, the way they're playing right now, like obviously there's a lot of respect for their offense and McDavid and Dreisaitl and Hyman and, you know, all those guys, Nugent Hopkins, but like they, they, they just do not give up much. They give up very few chances. Um, and when they're getting the goaltending that they are, uh, they're winning games comfortably 4-1, 4-2, 3-1. Uh, tough team to break down. So, yeah, I like the under here as well. <laughs> Lock that in. Um, Moretto, can you say beniers again? <laughs> beniers, beignets. <laughs> I don't know, man. It looks so French. I just like, I'm so used to watching these Habs broadcasts with the French, uh, with the French commentary that like, I just like, adopt that accent a little bit here <laughs> yeah they know i'm not the only one that messes up all these crazy ass names yeah i, I just i don't even want to try i didn't want to talk like i don't even want to talk about it. i'm just gonna say they have a guy up front who's injured right now too yeah so maybe. i didn't think like i didn't i never even really care that much when names are said wrong like i was like whatever it, it, it's just like i knew what you're talking about who cares move on it's like I, I do the same thing when russ does it too like every now and then i'm just like what like i know what you're saying everyone knows what you're saying cares yeah. and then i saw like all these messages coming in i'm like yeah. it wasn't that bad was it like did, but i had to hear it again i had to hear you say it again I did think uh, right. I did think about this as I was saying it too. I thought about those uh, those donuts. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. There you go. Under six and a half locked in. We grab that at minus one hundred five. Uh, Russ, what are your thoughts on this game side total wise? And then I did see a question here as well. Carrie asking, suggesting Oilers and Reg facing a B team at the end of a road trip coming from the East Coast. Oilers and Reg, you can find that price uh, minus one twenty six on Pinnacle right now. Not necessarily sure what those are in terms of widely available or on some other books, but on Pinnacle there minus one twenty six. What are your thoughts on this game? The side potentially carries suggestion of Oilers and Reg. 
Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the Oilers in regulation. Look, this team has just been on fire, and I think this Kraken team is coming down to earth a little bit. They played some really, really easy competition lately, and then when they uh, step up in class, the last couple of nights they've really struggled. And so I, I don't expect them to uh, actually be in this game. But you know, the better play, I, I agree, is the under. You can get that at minus one five. So I don't know why you would lay minus one twenty six when. I completely agree <clears throat> on the under with uh, everything Moreto said, man. This uh, Both of these teams have been playing just great defense, and one of them can generate offense and one of them cannot score at all. We played Kraken unders all year this year, and every, anytime it's right around six or so, we've gone under. Joey Descart has just been playing amazing. Actually, Skinner has been playing really well also. You look at the last 30 days, which is the last 15 games or so, Skinner is third in a goal saved above expectation, and Joey Descart is second. And, uh, yeah, both these teams are under teams. Both of them are 3-7 and seven to the under the last 10 games, five in a row to the under for the Oilers, as Moreto said, and unders in eight of the last 11 for the Kraken. So I actually uh, I was looking at this right before we went on and uh, trying to make a case, um, and I completely agree. I'm going to lock in the under myself, especially at that minus 105 price because it looks like it is moving and the under is taking some money. Uh, but yeah, this is a this is a straightforward one. I think uh, Moreto nailed it with what he's been early on all these Oilers unders, and I don't know why you would uh, I don't know why you would go away from it. All right, there you go. The under six and a half minus one hundred five. Um, Moreto and rubber stamped by Russ. So uh, lock that in. We will recap everything. I do see a couple questions here. I want to get to before we move on. First and foremost, Connor saying. If Moretto is the Undertaker, does that mean Zach is Paul Bear? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> um, also, I saw a question or a, a suggestion, I guess. Andy Gunter saying the show needs to throw a prop bet here and there. We can try to add some more of those in, but if you watch the Thursday shows, you'd see Russ does throw out some prop bets here and there. Uh, some of these shots on goal bets uh, that we're not doing them. Frequently, we're hitting main markets more so than anything else, but they come. They come every now and then. Uh, I can do a better job of that myself, trying to find some of those if people want those, but they're not going to be frequent, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but every now and then, sure. Sharky Love here asking, this is the game everyone wanted to hear about. Disappointing that it wasn't on your cards. Actually, for myself, it was a little bit more exciting but you asked in the chat so we'll get to it sharky love asking flames leaves over flames seem frisky looking at this calgary game here tonight they are plus 115 at home hosting toronto toronto minus 120 here a total of six and a half you can find overs on that one minus 112s kind of creeping out towards minus 120 i'll, I'll leave it open to both of you guys what are your thoughts on the total in this one or the side if if anything um, yeah, I, I looked at this game quite a bit recently. You know, you got one team on a four-game winning streak and one team on a four-game losing streak. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of smoke and mirrors for this Flames team, honestly. Uh, you look at the last 15 games, 24th in expected goals and four and 29th in expected goals allowed, which is basically the opposite of this Maple Leafs team. They're six in expected goals for and eighth in expected goals allowed. So this is a weird, uh, a weird game, you know, to try and handicap. Basically, the uh, Flames are winning on the back of uh, Jacob Markstrom, who's just been playing unbelievable in the last month or so. He's first in that goal saved above expectation. Um, and then to, to address the comment, 
Traditionally, I would look for an over with this Leafs team, uh, high flying offense. We played quite a bit of overs early on in the year, but since you know, since we we got off of those, they have uh, they've been have not generated a ton. Eight, they've gone under in eight of their last twelve, so eight and four to the under in that in their last twelve. Um, so honestly, I'm not exactly sure. This is a little bit of one of those games where there's a lot of variance, and so. In those cases, I uh, I tend to stay away from those games traditionally, but yeah, interesting game here in the in the fact that the team that has the four wins in a row actually looks a lot worse in the metrics than the teams that that has lost four games in a row. So I don't know. I think you get a pissed off Leafs team here, and uh, oh. you know I think it's going to be close. And it's honestly. <laughs> This is a tough one. This is a tough one to handicap. And, and in those instances, when I don't have an edge, I'm happy to just stay away. No, that makes sense. Um, I was just saying, no, I don't I don't know in terms of pissed off Leafs team. I don't know if they've got that in them. But, um, Retta, what are your thoughts on this yeah. game? <laughs> yeah, uh, side or total-wise. Yeah, I would lean towards the over. Um, but it's just it's just a little bit too juiced. Uh, I don't just don't love where the price is at. And I mean, the way Martin Jones has been playing, honestly, and like even the Leafs, like Russ said, the Leafs haven't been generating as much and they've been playing well defensively. So they're not necessarily trending to be uh, an over team lately. And um, yeah, I mean, without Marsham, like I'm a bit more inclined to, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. get involved, but again, you'd want to see if he plays or not. And even then, I think where the total is kind of getting up to here, um, it's just not something I'll end up betting at any point today, uh, regardless. So, yeah, it will be over nothing for me, but um, it's going to end up being nothing. Um, the other thing I saw is like I saw Jeremy. I, obviously, we had someone ask about uh, Andy there asking about doing props, and then I saw Jeremy suggest one. Normally, like with these, you can find uh, lines and projected lines and people moving up and be able to pick some of those numbers off whether it's goal scorers or points or whatever um just at least in regards to this Leafs team and that's what I can probably speak to the best for points wise is like there's not really anything I trust here at all in regards to what Sheldon Keefe will do with the lines like you could start the very first shift with a line and the next shift that they play, it might be a different one here tonight. I have no idea. He said in the media, he doesn't trust guys. He doesn't trust the team right now. Like he doesn't know who to put out, whatever, whether that's lip service or not. It's just kind of one of those ones of like, why am I going to go out there and try to find something to invest in for this one points wise when 30 seconds later, things could change if you're going to be betting on it based on a line or a power play situation, maybe this is one of those ones to just stay away from at least tonight. Like just, I, I have no idea what we're going to get. So that's uh that's thoughts for me, at least from Leafs points, props perspectives. That'll do it for, uh, for bets here today. Um, before we can recap though, I do got one question. People want to know, they've heard Rangers talk radio. They've heard Leafs talk radio on here. We've heard Canucks talk radio. Mike Bromberg wants to know, Moretto, what D-man would you trade f- uh, for a forward or or to make room for Lane Hudson? Um, man, I could I could write an essay on this right now. How long do we have? <laughs> um, because we we got to make room for a number of guys. Uh, I mean, you got to get Jack Eye back in the lineup. I think um, you're gonna need yeah you're gonna need to make room for Logan Mayu, who's gonna be coming up soon, uh, leading all AHL rookie defensemen in goals right now. Um, 
and he's, you know, going to the all-star game. He's going to be a very good player. Uh, you're going to want to bring him up. There's going to be a lot of room. They have a real log jam right now on the back end. I, I'm not trading Caden Gooley. Um, that's for sure. He's probably the one guy I would say who's untouchable. Obviously, you want to keep Hudson and Mayu right now. I don't think you're going to you're going to be shipping off those guys. As far as guys on the roster, I mean, I think it goes without saying, like I'd be looking to move David Savard around this deadline. He's a guy I think who could bring a little bit of a value add to some some playoff teams where it's just his penalty killing and just, you know, how he can log some tough minutes. Um, but if you're looking at like more a solution for younger guys to ship out, um, Jordan Harris would probably be the guy for me who I'd want to move. He's, I like the way he plays, but I think his ceiling is kind of uh, limited. Um, not necessarily the best in transition, just a solid defender who I think will maybe peak as like a, a maybe number four guy, number five guy. But I think maybe you can, trade him for a bit more than that just with teams you know seeing his age seeing how much nhl action he's got at this age still um i think maybe you can sell him a little bit high whereas i think his ceiling isn't quite where uh where some of these other guys are i would try and move struble out too i do like the way he plays but i think you basically just have a better version of Jaden struble in uh, our Berjak guy and i I think maybe Barron is someone you'd have to consider moving to. Um, I, I think you're trading low if you move Justin Barron because he hasn't been playing very well defensively, but um, we're seeing more and more evidence that this is just kind of the guy he is, where he's a good offensive defenseman and he's maybe a little bit of a liability on the back end. Obviously, he's young, so that can turn around. But uh, yeah, I think you've got guys like him coming up in, you know, in Hudson and Mayu, and he's just kind of a surplus there. So He's another guy I would, I would consider moving. But, yeah, they definitely need to uh, bring in some offensive, some more offensive talent here. And I think they have a lot of guys they can move off on the back end. Uh, Matheson's another guy where I think, you know, you're looking at when you're going to start contending. Um, and the way, you know, where just his age, he's not old, but I would definitely consider uh, I would definitely consider trading him for a bit of a haul because he's, he's a fantastic player. Like, yeah, you want to get a lot back from him if you move him. But I think that's something you would consider in the offseason where if you can, like, bring in you know a bit of a haul for him for a more of a contending team right now um yeah like maybe like to like the rangers or something you get like a cabo caco and with matheson in a package or something like that that would have to be part of a bigger deal but yeah those are probably the three guys uh harris harris baron and struble that i would look to move to make room for the other guys yeah capo caco that's uh that's optimistic there buddy you guys are getting trevor zegris coming into montreal he's oh, boys with caulfields <laughs> like this yeah, that's who you're going to get to root for. I'll we'll be wearing a, a nice Seagrass jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for today's show. To recap our best bets, stick with us here because there are a lot of them. Every one of these is a full unit, by the way, so don't worry. Uh, we're on the same page there. Full unit on everyone, but let's start at the top. <laughs> also the chat did not like your suggestion of having uh kako there jeremy and albert our rangers fans not interested um well apparently <laughs> he's uh, he's worth six percent to the win probability for the rangers in every game according to albert so <laughs> i can understand why he wouldn't like that trade he's looking for a package of slepkovsky and uh and suzuki to uh to move kako <laughs> Uh, all right uh our picks for tonight we're gonna start with minnesota tampa we're taking the under six and a half minus 115 there uh, and then we're gonna go the tampa bay money line minus 134 in the montreal ottawa game we're going over six and a half minus 125 in st louis washington we're taking the under 
five and a half plus 106. We are also taking the Capitals money line minus 109. Then we're going to go to Dallas, Philly. We're taking the under six minus 112, as well as the Stars money line minus 134. And finally, we're going to go to the Kraken Oilers game. We're taking the under six and a half minus 105. Those are all the picks for today. If you did enjoy the show here, please hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. We appreciate all the support. Appreciate everyone who shows up here every day. Appreciate everyone who's coming in as new watchers, listeners, viewers, whatever you are of this channel. We do appreciate that. We're very close to 2000 here, just about 30 away now. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Appreciate these guys for coming here and giving you this content, giving you this insight and giving you these best bets. Russ Moretto, thank you guys for doing this here today. Uh, as always, we'll see Moretto back here next Tuesday. Russ, we'll see you back here next Thursday. Thank you guys for taking the time. Thanks everyone in the chat. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.